Hey, listeners and viewers, welcome back to the Citizen Wolf audio podcast. It is me, Citizen Wolf. Thank you so much for returning to this humble podcast about art and all good things related to that. Uh, before we start, thank you so much, everyone, for the very kind feedback you guys gave me on Twitter and emails and things like that. Uh, first podcast I did in a very long time. It uh, was a bit rusty, uh, rambled a bit too long, and um, I did try my best to take my feedback on board and uh, for future episodes and get, try and improve and all that stuff uh, but what uh, one thing I've managed to do I managed to get a guest on I've got Ten and Briss or Tennis as he likes to be known what, what's the best nickname to go by Ten in Tennis Tennis uh, people just I think Ten is best actually Ten where, 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 where did that name come from then give me a bit of an introduction on that I, I, I think J-Dash mentioned it once but uh, I don't think I can't remember what he said to be brutally honest with you well, well, I mean, to be honest, like people think that it's like a smart name or something, but honestly, it's like the dumbest name in the world because <laughs> uh, uh, I, I basically got it from a character in Bioshock called uh, Tenenbaum or something like that. Oh, uh, I see. Oh, oh the, uh, the scientist uh, character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah you, I think uh, you meet her, like you have her on in your uh, radio thing or whatever, like very early in the game. And, and I thought that sounded really cool. So, uh, but I added breeze uh, at the end, which is like uh, the Norwegian word for breeze, uh, just because I thought that would be cool to have like, you know, that, that, that thing, it sounded cool, tenon, breeze, I don't know, I thought it sounded cool at the time. Oh, uh, but turns go. out there's actually like an artistic movement called tenebrism, uh, or tenebrism, uh, which is, I mean, you can just Google uh, uh, T-E-N-E, uh, B-R-I-S-E-I-M or something like that. Uh, it, it'll probably autocomplete for it. And it's and it's uh, strangely similar to the way I make art. Uh, it's uh, very dark. Uh, it's uh, lots of negative space in the pictures and stuff like that. It, it's like Renaissance paintings. Uh, so there's more to it than just like naming it after the character then. You did think a little bit more about what, what, why you came to that name. So we I mean... <laughs> I mean, when uh, when I was like, uh, when people brought that to my attention, I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I intended to do that, but uh, I've since honest. confessed to that. I've I've since confessed completely honestly that I did not know at all what that was. I just thought it sounded cool. <laughs> so it's actually a huge coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, that that's awesome. I never, I never, I would never have guessed that. Really, I thought that there was that there was something to, behind the name. I just didn't, couldn't, rem- I didn't, wasn't sure what it was. But I never would have guessed that. To be fair, brilliant game that is, Bioshock. Uh, when uh, that came out about 15 years ago now the original uh, 2006 or 7 was it I can't remember now yeah I think it, it was like new when I was in like middle school so like 2007 2008 around there yeah brilliant. maybe even earlier 2006 maybe it was on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 so that generation I think yeah yeah I had it on the 360 did you have, what did you have it on the PlayStation or the 360 I well, uh, or? did actually have a I only got PlayStation 3 because uh uh, my father had read that all the Xbox 360s uh, would just break uh, easily, which was partially true. It, 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 well, yeah, partially true, but the downside with PS3 is like I think it had like less RAM or something, and that, which some games didn't work properly on that, so it had picky poison, I think it was. <laughs> uh, also, a fucking miserable controller, the... Oh, I don't I know. The DualShock Three is a decent. Well, it's 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 an okay controller. It's not my favorite. It was just it was just so tiny. For my hands, like they they worked for like the first year I had it, but then you know I started growing and all of a sudden I got fucking monkey hands and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can like f- t- touch my fingers together over the um, 
Yeah, or the keys on the back. So it's like oh, the shoulder buttons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoulder buttons. That's what they're called. That's going to happen a lot. Yeah, I'm going to have to. <laughs> well, I've I've, gonna... I've got stupidly small hands, so like I didn't really have that issue. But you know, that's a that's the opposite. Uh, that's the opposite uh, end of the scale, I suppose. For me, I've got stupidly tiny hands. I'm not going. Uh, <laughs> I can't actually demonstrate this because this is an audio uh, medium. But uh, unless I did like a video version, I could do. I suppose like I did like a few episodes ago. I'll I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, right. but but yeah, r- rambling one second. Thank you so much, tennis, for coming on. By the way. Um, um, this is literally um, th- two or three days, literally after recorded episode three, the first episode I've done in a very long time. Uh, basically, that was sort of to test the waters whether people would be interested. I wasn't entirely sure about that, but after the feedback uh, I got, people seemed to be interested and enjoyed listening to me uh, just rambling for 45 minutes that's literally what it was um talking about art and my experiences and stuff so um i'm thrilled to have like actually have actually have another guest on the on board and um, i will try and get uh, more people on on board and stuff and so yeah this is definitely worth pursuing and like i'm thrilled to have tennis on board so thank you very much for coming on uh so short notice it's literally three days after that one so it's pretty crazy uh out of your really busy schedule i'm pretty sure busy doing other more important things instead of listening to me ramble for two hours anyway i uh, i mean i make time for stuff like this uh, i think stuff like this is fun and uh it's always nice to try to help out your uh, friends uh because uh, I think like podcast things, there's like uh, there's a lot of people that need to push the ball for it to actually go anywhere at all, uh, unless you've got like your dedicated guests, you know, like usual guests. But if you're doing this all by yourself, you're going to need some yeah. help at least. And, uh, <laughs> so and I, you, I honestly, I just thought it would be fun. <laughs> yeah. So you, you literally offered to come onto the show. I thought, like, oh well, I, I didn't. Um, think to like ask you in the first place because i thought I'd, i did think you'd be interested to be to be quite frankly a lot let's talk to me for a like, lot two hours but uh <laughs> so hopefully uh you'll find it in uh you guys find it entertaining to listen to and i hope tenenbris hopefully finds uh talking about some of his experiences interesting and enlightening and all that good stuff uh so i will be interrogating him for the next uh two hours so uh well, however long this is going to be i don't know yet i've got a bunch of questions um so hopefully um uh you, you listeners out there will find it interesting i'll try and make it interesting uh for, for, for tenebris anyway listening to me anyway so i've got to try and uh, ease the pain in some way i suppose <laughs> but uh uh, there you go. So I think um, uh, let's start off with first things first, I suppose. Um, uh, your origins. When did you first start making artwork? Uh, was that a, like a, a recent thing, or how have you been? Um, when did you start not making art? Basically, that's that's the that's the start off with that. Uh, it kind of depends on how you define it. Uh, if we're talking just visual and like drawing, uh, that's um, that's probably when I was sixteen years old. And I'm 26 now, so for 10 years I've been drawing, basically. A decade then, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you're talking, like, video, like, films, stuff like that, I actually made a lot of those uh, before that. I um more or less been interested in making films and stuff like that since I was uh, probably younger than I remember, to be honest. My dad always had these video cameras, and I would always mess around with them. Um uh, so I, yeah, so I did did go to film school, and that's when we started making these storyboards. And my teacher would say to me, "Wow, you're really quick with those things. You know, you you can make them and you make them well, quickly." And then, 
don't know. I just started drawing more and more, and um, kind of a bummer. Uh, the fucking uh, uh, there was like a terrorist attack in Norway uh, in 2011. Uh, Utøya people, a lot of people. We don't have to go uh, a lot into that, but that bummed me out a lot. So I went online looking for memes, and then I found the show My Little Pony, you know, and I watched that. And it was kind of uplifting. And then I decided to draw some of them, and that's just kind of that's that's where I started becoming more interested in drawing than just films and stuff like that. So, so, um, so you you pivoted to like from like when so when you decided to like stop doing stuff with film, you decided to pivot to more digital art, basically. Or, I d- yeah. yeah, I um, one thing that's sure to happen to you if you go to film school is that you'll start hating movies. <laughs> you'll start really right, okay. like yeah at least that's the truth for me um i tried film school and i tried to become a journalist i ended up hating both of those things that's and unlucky. um yeah so um so but, but then again like the drawing became the problem with film and journalism is that it's also strict you know you have to do what the audience expects you to do or what gets them to be interested in it but with art uh, at least to some extent there's no no real limit on what you can do. Um, I mean, you're pretty free to make whatever you want. And uh, I mean, if people aren't going to like it or not, that, that's a different thing. But at least uh, I don't have to get a bunch of people together, you know, yeah, have people write scripts or learn the scripts and stuff like that. It's a, it's a one-man operation, you know. And with journalism, you have to go out, you... You, you you should actually have a couple of people with you, you know, a photographer, yeah, people with uh, recording things, and you know, just just so you look official, coming up to like a, a place to interview people with just one guy with an edit roll microphone thing, you look kind of unprofessional, and people aren't going to take you seriously. So uh, it's a it's a one man operation basically, and I think that's what kind of drew, drew me to it actually, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, it was, it's sort of it's a part of like the of course like that that terrible event that happened. Of course, uh, not not going into that too deeply. Of course, because that it's still the effects of that is still uh, being felt today. Uh, not just it, it's it's one of those awful things that happened. So did did you decide to scout out the show after not long after that as a means to as a sort of coping mechanism and then that's how your art became more intrinsically uh, connected in some way or uh i think uh, i think it had to do with um just wanting to sort of come back to something more familiar uh, right yeah to cuz like uh growing up uh in, in in my school it was like very little room for creativity uh like from with my friends uh not that not like they they were scolding me or something for being creative it's just that i did not have creative friends they were video gamers basically uh and when i found this show i was just like i was gonna watch it just have some fun with it you know because because you know it was well written and it was cheerful and it was just the thing i needed to just kind of like get me out of the slump because like everywhere i looked around me people were fucking depressed <laughs> uh yeah so it was nice to just have something i could like distance myself off from that at the end of the night and uh just relax a bit and then i started noticing how 
creative this community was you know how much people were making and that was like uh like sort of when um the uh, tumblr ask blog stuff was like beginning to pick up speed and uh i was just like i want to do that that looks fun people send me messages and i have to come up with uh some sort of response to it that forwards the story in some way that's uh, that's a pretty nice creative exercise i thought so you know what the hell i, I started drawing ponies and it it looked awful <laughs> but i kept going and uh well uh it's uh, been snowballing and snowballing, and I, I think I've reached some point now where I can actually become closer to a professional kind of drawer. Uh, at least, uh, at least I got the stepping stones to do it now. I think so. Yeah. So you 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 basically got got right in the beginning around 2010, 11 when the show first started. Then that's like you were there right at the beginning, basically. Yeah, basically. I've been here more or less since the start. I think I joined. Um, as the the seasons were concluding, uh, I think the um, I think the episode twenty five, the one where Piggy's hair deflates and she becomes uh, Pinky Mina, as we call her in the fandom, had just aired when I started watching. Right. Yeah. Because like like two or three weeks afterwards, uh, the Cupcake Spantic was out. Well, no, actually, I think uh, I think I'm getting it wrong because the Cupcake Spantic actually came up before that episode. Oh, that's you, that's you're going to know more about that than me. Of you were there near the <laughs> beginning, like I yeah. joined very late in the game. But uh, um, yeah. I'm just trying to think which episode I. How did I get into get involved with the show? When I first started, well, I started watching it probably 2013, maybe 2012. Um, not so not straight away, but a little bit after that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I'm trying to remember, like, uh, I think it must have been, like, a, a YouTube video or something, like, I, I, and then I sort of piqued my interest. I don't know don't know why it made me decide to go in, uh, follow follow the show after, after that, just watching a simple video. But um, I don't know, like, the, it's, it's a really, it was a lightning in a bottle sort of thing. Like, like uh, it, 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 the show itself became, uh, it sort of exceeded everyone's expectations, I suppose, and, like, everyone got involved with it in such a big way. I, yeah, I think it was more reminiscent of the uh, old cartoons that I grew up on than the ones that were kind of on the tail end of um, the age where I was, like my own age when I was actually still watching cartoons. Uh, I think I stopped watching cartoons and kind of switched to anime somewhere around 12 or 13 years old. And um, one of the reasons for that is just because I wasn't entertained by cartoons anymore, but I, I wasn't sure why, you know. Uh, and here along comes this show about some horses and it's uh the, yeah. the, the fucking the script is clever and like the animation is very pretty and i don't know it was just uh reminded me of uh an era gone by so to speak not to sound like a boomer or something but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i don't know it was like in the i think the the cal arts art style was starting to pick up and stuff like that and like all the animations were really really stiff Right, you know, yeah. and I don't know. I think like, uh, yeah. Whenever I think back to the cartoons that I really enjoyed when I was that young, it was like Teen Titans and um, I don't know what it's called. It's like, like it would call it Future Batman or like in Norwegian that was what it's called. But I think it's like uh, it's like this Batman uh, cartoon where uh, Batman has like some younger version of himself 
I, th- I think I think I know which one you're referring to, but I can't think yeah. what it's called now at the top of my head. I think I know which one you're on about. Yeah, well, it's the one with ink in it, anyways. Ink yeah, got, yeah, gotcha, yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember what, what the show's called, though. It's, it's going to annoy me, but I know which I can picture it in my head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's just called Future Batman in Norwegian, but that was what it was. I think that was, like, the end. And then, for whatever reason, um, I don't know, I just... The, the, the cartoon... The cartoon of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic just kind of reminded me of that, but yeah, but uh, the 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 thing that really got me interested in it was the fandom, I think, uh, because of like the there was like this mood, this uh, old animation where uh, Celestia asks Luna if she likes bananas and sends her to the moon. You know the all of those like ancient oh, brony memes. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's going way back, like like the early days of it. Yeah, I've I've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think that was actually what like like if if it weren't for the fandom i would have watched season one maybe season two and then forgotten about it so i think the i think the community is uh, a big reason why i i stayed or even started to draw to begin with it's like even even though like it's like oh this is a show for girls you still thought oh I'll, I'll, at least i'll give it a try still sort of did you ever like used to like get teased for that sort of thing no, people don't really, people don't really dare to tease me about stuff. Uh, it's like, I don't know. I just been, it's always been called a, an intimidating person. So, uh, <laughs> intimidating w- presence. Yeah. Yeah, basically, I got that perk uh, when I started. <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 leveled up your your stats. Yeah, I mean, like, and people wanted to tease me about it, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't really a thing. Uh, uh, but uh, but there's also the fact that you know typically with like girls show it's it's uh, it's not that well written you know it's typically the uh, the the ones that are specifically targeted towards girls and or or boys are all like pretty shitty written right yeah. you know like it's it's like uh, there's like a very clear focus on one thing with the boys shows and there's a very clear focus on what with the girls shows and that's stupid. <laughs> like it like it becomes dumb almost but the ones that kind of transcend both genders and sort of appeal to both are the ones that are actually good and i think that's what they were successful with with making at least the first two seasons of uh my little pony yeah it's um i think it sort of struck a chord with with a lot of people because like it's it, it gave the impression that the people making it actually gave a damn and actually wanted to make something decent i think that was mm-hmm. the general as opposed to uh, just be a vehicle just for selling toys. It still is. Don't don't get me wrong. It still is mainly a vehicle for selling toys. But like at least the the animations and the people behind it like care about actually actually want to uh, put some decent stuff out out there basically. And um, so so with season one and two, you you thought that maybe the show didn't really wasn't as good after season two. Did it did it decline in your view? Did it? Um, I just uh, figured that um, the season three it kind of. Uh, it was like very compressed, and all the characters felt a lot more um, uh, concentrated in a way. Uh, and I think that kind of lost all the the nuance and the actual charm the show actually had to begin with. Uh, I think um, I think um, the last good episode was probably season four, one and two. They were okay, uh, but honestly, I haven't seen any more after that. So uh, 
you yeah, you stopped after season four, basically. Yeah, it just um, it kind of became a chore to watch it, and then I just stopped because uh, I have enough chores as it is, so I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, watch uh, a show that I'm not interested in. Yeah, that's interesting. But like, even though the show sort of declined in your view, you decided to still stick around making artwork a part of MLP. So you're still interested in making art like f- for well. Uh, in spot, at least inspired by the show. That's interesting. Uh, I mean, yeah, I had a lot of friends here, you know, and it, it was fun. And the content people made back then was uh, uh, still very interesting. Uh, people still tried to do new things with it and stuff like that. Uh, I won't get into it too much, uh, but I feel like um, if it weren't for the fact that I got probably kind of have my own community now and, you know, people kind of uh, hovering around me all the time asking me this and this and that I'd probably quit a long time ago uh, because uh, nowadays it's like we're just becoming the third community 2.0 I feel like right <laughs> it's okay. like uh, it's like uh, now it's purely driven by other people's um, um, uh, yeah desire to have porn of it and uh, have their own a... OCs done up and everything. There's like, you go on fucking Derpy Brew and there's like seven whole panels with just YCH type of uh, auctions going on. And it's kind of sad, you know? It's kind of sad that you don't get the people that like want to put a new twist on a storyline or that they want to like make a different type of, you know, like just just make a weird version of a character you know uh you had like stuff like um uh somebody made an like an ash bog ask log called dead rainbow dash one time yeah it was rainbow dash like frankenstein rainbow dash after she had been like killed by pink mina uh, oh, as, as like an offshoot yeah. of the cupcake sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, like and that was fun. Like like oh, there's this thing and there's like um uh What's it? What was it called again? I mean, uh, what is it called? On the tip of your tongue. Yeah, it's on the tip of my. But it's like there was like one rarity, sadistic rarity. That's the one. Uh, yeah. I think I know. Uh, which, is, is it, is it uh, J something or other? I'm trying to remember. No, 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 no. no. Was that's it a different uh, one? the fluorescent moo was the one who had sadistic rarity, I think. And uh, Lil Miss Rarity, that's a uh, Lil Miss J. That's, that, that's the, the that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, that's it. Mm. Yeah, and I think they interacted a bit, uh, like a, a multiverse kind of thing, like a crossover kind of event sometimes, uh, like from story wise sort of thing. Yeah, 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 and it was just it was just interesting to see what kind of different alternate realities people could dream up with it. And I mean, it still happens from time to time, but in a lesser degree and with a lot less magic, uh, because Tumblr's gone, and we don't really have a good platform to do this kind of stuff a lot's on. happened in 10 years isn't it it's like when you, yeah. it's, it's frightening looking all that on the back on all that isn't it like how things have sort of shifted in the sort of not just the fandom itself but like the where the outlets where you put upload the art and stuff and I, I i don't really know if the brony fandom itself if you can call um if you want to call it that i suppose like is as strong as it was or maybe some people have moved on to different things that's why the I saw. I guess the balance has changed. I suppose I don't. I can't really really comment on that. Again, I'm I'm sort of late to the game, as I, I suppose. 
Yeah, I mean, I can um, I can definitely attest to the fact that the fandom is a lot smaller now than it was in its heyday. Uh, but um, but then again, uh, after certain events have had transpired throughout the years, uh, people have, of course, left with, uh, uh, well, bitter feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, uh, t- t- yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, uh, my... Uh, the thing the thing is so funny because like there's a there's a tag on Derpy Buru that I really love a lot and it's called barely pony related, right? And, yeah. yeah, and like and I just find that so funny that there's a tag called barely pony related on a site called uh, Derpy Buru basically, which is supposed to be purely pony, and that's simply because the people that are making content for this uh, fandom can't really keep up making just. Pony I've, I've lost the because, momentum, I suppose. Yeah, because like uh, one pe- one reason people cite a lot is because you know the uh, the show has stopped a long time ago, and there's no fresh content to work off of. And uh, and I think that's that's uh, that's true to some extent, but I also think it's stupid because you know this fandom made up so many things just from scratch, and people started loving it, like uh, the button mash character that uh, that guy made one time. I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, like animations, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, and so it's like, I think it's like, it's more the fact that people aren't as much willing to explore new concepts nowadays than they are, than there is not will to make new ones. Uh, so, you know, if you, if people try to do new stuff, it doesn't get as much attention and then people no, get demotivated. No, that's true, yeah. Because yeah. people are, again, you know, we are becoming the furry fandom 2.0 and people have one thing on their minds a lot of the time at least at least the general user base pivoted uh, pivoted over to adult content we'll we'll get to that i think we'll cover that a little bit later but do you do you you generally are you of the opinion that um even though there's a lot less art and uh, less concepts being uploaded i suppose as as the quality of art declined or has it improved over the years Uh... in, in terms of what people are actually still making if we're talking like purely like aesthetically and just in general, technique, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think the content's quality has declined. Yeah. But the production value has gone up, you know, so like people are better at making content now, but the actual like how interesting the content is has gone down quite a lot. Right. Yeah, less uh, weird and out there stuff that's interesting, I guess. Yeah, it's more now. It's more like uh, I hate to use the term cookie cutter, but it, it kind of feels like that, you know. Uh, right. You'll go to oh, there's a new there's uh, the, there's a uh, there's a new and upcoming artist that's becoming popular, and you look at their stuff, and it's more or less what you'd expect there to be, you know. There's not like, like they, they run don't of have the any, mill like, sort of thing. Yeah, you got like oh, you got the cute pictures, and you got the ones where they're like got like 16 dicks in their mouth uh you know and <laughs> and they there's the over the shoulder picture there's some and it's like come on do something interesting uh <laughs> yeah but but like i, I don't even derive it like some artists don't want to make anything that's uh dark or uh interesting like i mean some people don't have the creative drive you know th- it comes down to the term of you know uh are you a corporate artist or not and right, that's yeah. that kind of a dirty word but i don't mean it in a bad way because like corporate artists as it's called you know the people that make art specifically to cater to people's uh desires and wants 
um, are needed. They're very important, I think. Um, but they often get a rough rep from people that like want to make quote unquote cooler stuff, things that are more like um, personal to the arts themselves, which is which is my brand of artist, you know. That's that's me. But you, you I, like them. You like the more interesting. You don't. You don't tend to go for the stuff that's the most popular necessarily. You like the more interesting. Yeah, like lesser, I, I love when I can. Stuff. Yeah, I love when I can find some weird kooky ass dude that lives in like Bulgaria or something and just draws tree hugger getting uh, stoned or something or yeah, the, yeah, or just like um, I don't know who who the I can't remember the name of the artist now because they stopped drawing for for so such a long time ago but uh, greenwild that's their name they just drew tree hugger and mod getting stoned in the backdrops of like actual pictures of russian villages oh, that's, like, that's interesting niche. Yeah, yeah and like that <laughs> i thought that was so fucking cool yeah i love it so i like watch them like with a hawkeye i got like looked at every every single picture but then again it's like oh uh, sheena drew an ass again okay cool yeah you know <laughs> But like yeah. I don't know, where the hell is mod and tree hugger now that's what i want to know uh, yeah like don't like this on it was left on a cliffhanger you want to know what happens next yeah i want to know <laughs> and i i just like something that but like i get it people aren't people don't i get that people don't understand why i find that so interesting it's yeah. like i want to know what what possessed you to make this like another uh, another um they were they were high, they were stoned themselves that's how they come up with it yeah you know? it's like uh, so self referential yeah yeah another artist i love is apple beans he draws yeah. these horrid fucking abominations of the uh, original cast of my little pony yeah and they they look like uh yeah something that could be in like a creepypasta like a rom hack of my little pony nintendo ds or something yeah and 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 everyone hates them on derpy Bureau. they're like downloaded into like negative 200 yeah. but you can also see how many favorites they got so that there's people that like them <laughs> yeah that yeah there, there's, there's some weird stuff going on with the upvote system on that site isn't there you know i think it's, you've mentioned this before I uh, I mean like I've always said uh, rule number zero is kind of contradictory to the download system. Yeah. So uh, I don't know uh, I don't know how Derpy Bureau smods kind of uh, really justify that, but I kind of understand why they have it too. It's uh, they tried to remove it once and uh, people got upset. So it's, I guess uh, that's why they yeah, it. it's it's a bit of a it's sort of it's like an it's it's not the best it's 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 unfortunately like it's probably the most popular site for mlp stuff but like it's sort of the stuff that gets noticed the most is like it's the it's i wouldn't say cookie cutter because there's still some really amazing stuff that gets like upvoted to the top i don't get me wrong on that but it's yeah, more yeah. um it's it's conventional the know, con- that, like, thank you conventional stuff that's the word i was looking it's it's the stuff that you expect to be popular it's it's like the nudes it's the it's the it's like it's it's the just like two or three characters like are looking like um at the camera like with no clothes on and stuff. It's it's that sort of stuff that gets upvoted all the time. It's nudity is is great. I've made some pictures of course like that. But it's it's the stuff that uh, it's like it's, it's it's there's nothing much else going on there. It's just like titillation. That's all it yeah. is. It's it's a it's a it's a telling feature that people are are they need an intro to some content to enjoy it you know so they they understand these characters i know and they're naked and they're sexy i get it you know 
But if there's something that kind of like is a little bit out there and you need to sit down and like process it, people don't people don't do it <laughs> like yeah and i think i mentioned this earlier it's um the, the fact that uh, which i find fucking hilarious about derby Burrow is the uh, staff pick of the week or a month or whatever yeah because it's because it's always a pretty like very either very well done picture that's very beautiful very serene you know people spend a lot of time on this it's like yeah sometimes it's like a very beautiful painting of like celestia in a waterfall with a lot of flowers around her and stuff like that yeah yeah and yeah and it, there's no nudity it's actually like it's actually a very beautiful art very tasteful pe- yeah. piece or, yeah or or it's just something that's like drop dead adorable you know yeah and then you turn off the, your filter and go to the, <laughs> the <laughs> top scoring pictures and uh, yeah it's nothing but naked bodies and horses. it's, it's, like, it's uh, like there's there's one image that, that they put on the front and there's like the the real most popular image i guess like you, you have yeah. to like turn the filter on to see it basically it, it reminds me of all the fucking just like go on youtube and just watch like uh furry into you cringe or whatever uh <laughs> And then it's like some furry that's like standing there with a microphone in the face, and it's just like, we, we do not fuck animals. <laughs> oh. We do not. <laughs> I know exactly what, you, what. There's like a dragon with like his arms folded. Now here mm. is is Martin that spouts politics about 15 minutes. It gets down. For... Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I exactly I'm going to set the record straight, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. I know what you mean. Exactly. Yeah. I know what you mean. Oh, I, I just man. I just feel the same energy coming from that. <laughs> It's it's just a shame that the more interesting because of the way the site is, I suppose it's it's. I'm not slagging it off. I'm trying to slag it off too much. I play there myself, of course. But it's it's so, it's it's because of what's happened. And like, it's it's still like the the only real place that like people get noticed, despite yeah. its problem. Like, because a lot of the, a lot of the other sites, like, uh, there's is the issues like with less um, freedoms to upload what you want. But uh, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those things. Yeah, in full disclosure, I'm part of the problem myself. Uh, you can probably go to my Derpy Burrow account and just look at my favorites. <laughs> you add into the pile of smut yeah, yourself. Yeah, it, I mean, I like. I mean, I only upload smut basically to Derpy Burrow. That's like the only thing I upload there because you know cynicism in a way that I know that this is the only thing that you know gets noticed here. So I'm not going to bother uploading anything else. Yeah. But also, I'm also only giving attention to smut because that's the only thing that's actually coming up on my feed. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's like a so, double-edged sword in that way. Yeah, I mean, like, part of the problem myself, and I just want to come off as I'm complaining about something that we can actually do something about, because it's it has uh, something to do with the way content is found nowadays on, uh, on Derpy Brew, because, like, uh, unless you happen to catch it on the, on the like, start screen, yeah, uh, yeah. you're not going to find it, basically. Yeah, uh, maybe if thing. you like d- go and dig through a tag that you particularly like, you might get lucky and find something. But other than that, it's uh, Twitter retweets basically. That's how you can find shit. And uh, you know how Twitter is with retweets. <laughs> the algorithm—it's oh, the algorithm again, isn't it? Like you're at the mercy of like uh, the Twitter gods, like decide to allow your tweet be seen half the time. It doesn't. It just gets buried. That's the thing. Oh, you retweeted something? Yeah, but like this other guy that this person follows has liked an, an image so we're gonna show that to him and show that instead we, like yeah. oh, thanks twitter yeah. yeah because because the person that liked something that this other person followed has more followers than you that retweeted so you know that yeah it's it's it's, it, it's, it, it's not the it's 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 really unfortunate that all the good stuff that you might be that be interesting to you or uh, mm. you're trying to when you're trying to reach people it's very difficult 
um yeah. so, so you have to you really do have to search for stuff the more interesting you have to really go out into the weeds i suppose and then find the more interesting stuff that's appealing to you isn't that's the thing yeah i mean people are trying to do stuff about it there's uh there's a guy who runs um i don't know maybe i don't know if it's just one guy but it might be a team of them but they're actually called canterlot comics yeah yeah, shout outs to them because they uh, they do a hell of a good job to try to pour, sort of make a nexus site where all pony comics are sort of congregated. I don't know if they do not say for work comics, but they do everything in between uh, if they don't already do not say for work comics. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, also, also, I think uh, do not um, do not underestimate the power of Discord servers. They're actually very important i think for spreading this kind of stuff yeah yeah and it's knowing to if like uh get involved with the some people with similar tastes is a very good idea as well like to get your work noticed and also get involved with other people as well like that that, that people like people tend to pull resources as well and mm-hmm. uh, signal boost each other's work and stuff which is a very good idea as well yeah it's it's just, it's just knowing where to look i think that's the best thing isn't it and i guess the best thing you can do is to, I guess, if you're an artist yourself, like spread yourself out as much as you can. I guess, like, put your art on multiple sites. I think that's always the best policy, even though it does take a lot longer. Um, where if possible, I, th- I think that's the best policy anyway. You have to deal with the uh, elongated uh, posting schemes of uh, Demon Art Derpy Buru. Yes, so I got them paying to post stuff there, but it's probably uh, a good idea in the long run. It tags is the most annoying thing like typing all the tags out each time and like not every site every site's got their own different formatting and they've got limitations oh you have to like redo and you have to have like different resolutions as well for some some sites have got restrictions like that as well which is it which is irritating but (laughs) the worst thing i know is like when i finish tagging a lot of stuff on a fucking uh, derpy buru picture yeah uh, and uh, and i forgot to put the fucking uh the uh the the rating tag on and then it like boots me back to the same page yeah oh that's happened to me if you oh, i hate that i hate that that is it's, that, it's, it's, like my blood curdles i punch my dog <laughs> i don't have a dog why, why couldn't you just leave me on the same why can't a little pop-up saying you forgot like you need to put like the the, the rating tag on this so delete everything yeah, now you that. need to go and find the file again. No, fuck like... you. you got to put all the tags <laughs> in again. Screw you. Spend another half hour doing it all again. Yeah, why not? Well, it keeps the tags, at least for me, thankfully. Uh, yeah, but that's happened a few times for me. Oh, man. Oh, that's even worse. That's 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 awful. That's, that's, that's awful. That's happened a few times to me. I can totally relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but anyway. Um, so... I think let's move on to the next one. I think that um, what is your what what is your opinion? The best aspect of being an artist, then, what would you say is the best thing about like making art? Is it is it do you mainly do it for your own enjoyment, or do you do you, do you mainly make art for other people, or is it a bit of both? I think um, the the main draw for making art for me is just to be able to express myself um, in a way that people get. Uh, it's it's when I'm lucky enough to be at least because like. I can just make something really messed up and post it in my server and people be like, hey, this is fucking cool. They're not going to be like, uh, did you do drugs when you made this? Or, uh, you know, <laughs> or do you, do you need to go to the psychiatric ward? Do you, you know, like sh- the stuff like that? I can avoid that at least. And um, I think that's the best part 
for myself. But there's also very, <laughs> it's also very rewarding to have the skills and to know people well enough that you can make something that they will love. Uh, yeah. And just for them and just give them to them when they least expect it and just see their reaction. That's also very rewarding. Um, I really love doing that. So I, I'd say the, those two are probably the, the best things about being an artist. Um, yeah. And um, for someone like me, I have a, I have so many ideas all the time. So it's really important for me to have like some sort of creative outlet. Uh, otherwise, I'd, I don't know, I'd start a religion or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm halfway on my way to do that anyways, you know, uh, with a latex religion meme in my server. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like every any time I draw a uh, nun in latex or something, there's there's one guy that says latex religion twice, and then the rest follow. They like chanting <laughs> latex religion. You're preaching to the choir there. Basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I have my own. I so have you my own. Do have a religion, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like I'm a very, um, I, albeit a very small one. Yeah. Yeah, a small one, but you know, the Jesus and his twelve disciples. You know, uh, is that like the thing? <laughs> Uh, very hey, dedicated there's, there's, there's an art idea right there you know me yeah, in the middle yeah, yeah. who would betray me uh, a probably player he's <laughs> who's going to be Judas in the team yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Judas that's going off on a tangent but yeah file that yeah. on like uh, your to-do to -do list I'd like to see that yeah that's a potential after I do the other ridiculous ideas I have going on right now do you keep like a uh, like, so if you've got loads of ideas do you keep them like in a word document or something or do you just spontaneously like draw I'm going to draw that next and just go for it How if they're if they're very complicated ideas I have to write them down but uh, most of the time I just make a little doodle and just have them in my project folder you know uh, yeah. just a really quick simple barely any lines but it's like when oh, when i see that i know what it is basically and you know you you name it something so i'll probably be doing like last supper with my server <laughs> yeah who is uh, judas or something like that yeah, 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 yeah. That's, 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 that's an interesting one to follow that'll be an interesting one to uh, follow up with yeah. i think for me um if if words if people were to ask me, I suppose that what's the best thing about being a, I th uh, that's a difficult one to answer really. I think because for me, I I sort of fell into art by accident. I suppose that's the yeah, best. Yeah, you talked about the um... yeah. It's it, I'm, I'm like I'm sort of like a bit of an outlier in this thing. Like I didn't have like I didn't have like an artistic background like like you do. Like with from, with like uh, starting off with film and all that stuff. I. I only basically started learning 3D artwork mainly is because of the strange circumstances of what 2020 fucking was. You know, mm -hmm. with all with all the COVID business start off. I uh, I was still at work, but like I was put on furlough. It's like a scheme over in the UK where um, I think like the government come up with like to keep people on the payroll. Uh, that they would pay eighty percent of the wages or something like that. So, but I was still, I was basically at home for four months. I, I I was still on the payroll, getting a bit of money. I was okay, uh, but I was I had nothing to do practically. And um, I was sort of I was talking to Hunter, my friend. He was because I he not long um, commissioned. I, I did the com he did the commission for me that first that that Trixie and uh, Starlight piece he did for me. And I, I basically I was talking to him about like how he. Uh, how he how he makes art and stuff and he was talking about blender and like that sort of piqued my interest i never had like that all that had not happened i'll probably i don't know whether i would be making art as i am now it's sort of 
It's sort of serendipity, I suppose. Like, then I had loads of time on my hands. I thought, oh, I'll do some tutorials and see how I get on with that. Because I, I always wanted to add the idea of, you know, trying to make my own MRP art and stuff. But I never really had the, for a long time, the, the, not the motivation, but I thought I always thought like I was too stupid to learn it, I guess. I don't know whether you had that, like, issues of self doubt and stuff. Like, I'm not good enough to really make art. Only clever people can make art, that sort of thing, you know. Uh, the, 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 this is actually a kind of good thing that you brought up because I um I have I have some advice to people that are starting out, uh, yeah. And and it's uh it's actually from like a um a, a Norwegian rap duo and th- that was their um the way they decided that they would make it is basically by saying be going one hundred percent macho ego and just be like fuck it I'm the best there ever is. I will be the best there ever is, and like disregard all forms of criticism at least for a while until you've gotten started, right. and then you can look at your work critically. And I think that's a better start than being this guy that's like, oh, I'm not good enough, or blah blah blah, for this and this and that. Need a reason, you know. Uh, as long as you're conscious about it, I think so. And that's more or less what I did when I started film and stuff like that. I was like, I'm gonna be fucking, I'm gonna be ten times better than Quentin Tarantino. Obviously, that didn't work set out. The, but... Set the bar really high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just set the bar extremely high. Just think of yourself as a really, really awesome person, and then take a couple steps back once you've sort of matured a little bit from your own escapades and your own failures, most likely. Uh, just so you get started, and of course, it's like, I, I mean, creative stuff. It's everybody has their own special way of doing it. Uh, and some people work differently. For me, I have a problem with time. I don't have enough time to do everything I want to, uh, which sounds like a really nice problem to have, but it's awful, actually. (laughs) It's really awful. You you basically got like too many ideas, but you don't have enough time to put them down onto... Into, on, onto stylus, I suppose, with digital art, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a dream to people that struggle with actually like just getting started and getting to the tablet and starting to draw in itself is a challenge. It sounds amazing to those like to have that problem. Um, and I mean, I'm speaking from a point of privilege here, probably, but I don't know if a lot of people would want this because. You can't ever relax with with the way it works for me because it's like whenever I'm doing something else that I'm enjoying, I'm like, oh, I got something to draw right now. You know, uh, whenever I'm like out with my friends, I, I have this desire that I need to get back and do more work. Yeah. So you uh, basically, if you're not spending time making art, like you sort of feel guilty. Is that? Is yeah. That, that you feel like you're constantly wasting time when you're yes, doing something yes, else. Yes. Uh, yeah. I totally understand that. Like if a bus is like particularly slow on my way home from work, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I should, I could be using this time to make my next piece. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, fuck. I could be drawing pony butts right now. <laughs> <laughs> more constructive use of your time well yeah wait wait uh, for a bus i hate waiting for buses but yeah and so the self-doubt it comes up quite often honestly um whether or not i'm good enough to do this or this or that but i always refer back to my older art when i get those feelings and i can clearly see how i've improved and yeah uh, that, 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 that's that, that becomes the yeah. that becomes the uh uh the motivator in a way because yeah, uh, yeah. motivation is very important, but even more important is the drive, I think. Uh, the actual desire to make it, or I guess the driving force behind 
the motivation because like you can be motivated to do something you can have the idea but the energy and the like necessary guts to try it out that's uh that's the not be, yeah not be afraid to fail i guess yeah, yeah. that's the that's the uh, really important one i think because um motivation is like yeah i mean your motivation what is uh, my motivation is that i want to make things that people find interesting uh or good nice to look at so i want to tell stories and i want to make stuff that people look at and go wow or that's hot or that's nice or whatever that's my motivation but the actual energy behind it and the fact that i have to actually do it that's more where i struggle and yeah. that those that thing and my time have to align so that's the yeah uh, yeah so how, do you do you ever compare your own art to like other artists and think like you get uh, sort of oh I wish I was good as they are do you, do you ever do you ever get those sort of um, feelings like comparing your art to other people's and thinking like I wish I was good as them yeah yeah of course I uh, think that's a fairly common issue a lot of people have and it's it's kind of uh, uh, it happens once or twice it's uh, but but other than that it's like a, it's kind of like having a toxic relationship with yourself if you do it I think uh, it's. Uh, something you really ought to avoid uh, it's it's a very it's a very difficult thing to overcome especially i certainly have that problem like uh, again it's leading to because i uh, i don't i didn't really again i don't have i didn't have that like artistic background to really you know delve into or, or like reference to um sort of i'm having to had to like learn it literally everything from scratch like with because i'm a i'm a 3d artist of i use that term very loosely <laughs> i'm a 3d artist in inverted commas i will say that it's <laughs> uh, uh, like a, a 3d artist in training i suppose i guess it was sort of having to learn everything on the go and like when i actually finish something i'll look at somebody else and think oh for God, I, I wish i was good as they were or I, I, that's a, i struggle that an awful lot but uh yeah, yeah. i don't really know how to really overcome that it's sort, it's sort of like i guess perseverance i suppose and s- try to ignore the self-doubt again it's very and difficult to do it's um it, it becomes like what uh, it's say it in Iraq, you know. It doesn't matter how hard you can hit; it's how hard you can get hit and still get back up. Uh, yeah. That's 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 what leads you to becoming better. I think is that um, how many times can you fail and still want to try again uh, with art? I think that becomes the um, that's the deciding factor whether or not somebody becomes good or not. Some people have talent. Some people get it very easily, but some don't. And for the people that don't. You know, they have to be able to stomach all those failures in order to get to the same level. And I mean, you know, you could, that's just how it is, unfortunately. And um, I think complaining about it and uh, um, comparing yourself to other people that might have had a easier time doing it than you is counterproductive. It's uh, it's not what you want to do. Yeah, you have to yeah. look. You have to look inward to your towards yourself if you want to get better. You can't look at other people. It's sort. Of, I think it does take a lot of dis- self discipline as well. Like, um, it's sort of with me as well because I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying. Like every now and then, I because I want to like try and improve uh, using Blender. Of course, I have to. I, I, while I'm while I'm making a new piece of art, I try and like learn something new if possible. And in between those, when I've actually finished a piece, I try and do an extra tutor- um, tutorial just to learn something new with the software and like improve that way. It does mm-hmm. take a, a lot of self-discipline in that way i suppose like try to keep pushing and keep 
trying to improve and it's, even though it might not feel like it a lot of the time but you actually are when you actually look at your older stuff oh I actually have gotten yeah. a bit better yeah. I mean it's always a good idea to um, get good at one thing you know just like work on something that you find interesting and get decently good at it to the point you're comfortable making it and then whenever you sit down to make something new again you start with something you're not good at and you work with that for a while and once you've you yeah you know ripped out some of your hair and you, you got an annoying you're banging your head against the wall just do the thing you're good at it again you know because then you get the feeling of making something but you've also progressed you know you don't end up going to bed thinking i'm, I'm a fucking failure i can't do anything at least you've made something you know you made something yeah. that you like that actually ended up decent and that's usually what i do that's what i do right now when i'm learning to draw humans i start off my drawing sessions with drawing some humans and then I draw something else, ponies or something like that. That I'm is it like, is it like ninety percent ponies, like ten percent pon, ten uh, percent humans? Is that sort of ratio you're going with? Is it? Or... Uh, I mean, when I'm posting right now, that's what it looks like. Yeah, but it's more like fifty-fifty what I'm actually drawing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like a lot of it doesn't get posted uh, for two reasons. One, they don't look that well, and I don't necessarily want to post them outside of my server. And yeah. secondly, it's not necessarily why people follow I me mean, to begin with. So it's kind of yeah. So when I do post something, I want it to be at least decent looking of, of a certain standard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least there's at least there's something there that I can appreciate. And so I, I recently posted some sketches that I did of uh, the character from Borderlands, Mose, and I put her in a latex suit. You know, they like that. Of yeah. course, <laughs> yeah. of course, it has to be done. Yeah, exactly. I just need to like spoon fit it with something that they like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have to you have to sugarcoat it somehow. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, or latex, so this, I should say. This isn't pony. Oh, it was just wearing latex. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> we both like latex, do you know? You, you, you guys must know this by now. <laughs> if you I don't think anyone, anyone has listened this far without, you know, they're waiting for us to talk about latex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I think we'll, we'll get to that in a bit, yeah. I think. Um, but is, is there anything that you struggle with in particular with art that you've, you struggle with? Or anything that you... From a technical perspective, that you struggle with and you want to improve on, but mine's lighting. I hate lighting in Blend. I hate it. I still hate doing it. I'm struggling with that. Yeah. Um, I do. Uh, it, it's like a two prong problem. It's the fact that I want to have this very rough and edgy style, but I also want to become better and more clear in my lines. And so it's like a racer's so just you have to walk through there because, like, if you look at the, the comic, things change. Things are very smooth, but they don't have the same personality that my other art does you know but yeah. then again the reason why i don't use uh my normal style for things change is because it's it's um it doesn't fit the fit the theme and it's um counterproductive towards the nature of making comics you know uh, a lot of things can go wrong with my uh normal style and like when there's something that you know you've made that's like drenched in personality and emotion uh some color being outside of the lines or something like that it it, it more or less just adds to the to the feeling uh but when you're making a comic where things are supposed to be easily read and you know um just clear you know like not confusing then it doesn't work so uh i think line art is probably the thing i want to improve the most on 
so things change is like becoming sort of the the natural way I try to improve on it and just by reading through my comic I think you can see that I'm getting better and better as I move on with it yeah the compositions definitely like have got of more of or more together definitely for sure mm, yeah and also like um it, it's funny like I had some flashback scenes recently where I used my normal style which that, which again worked very well again uh, which I was pretty happy with that uh, I could just you know that's I kind of got the taste of what I really want I want to be able to do both basically I want to yeah. have the smooth and clear lines and then be able to use this rougher and edgy and yeah crazy style for effect the, in some cases and that's uh, I think it'll work out very well when I figure it out yeah, just keep. I guess like uh, if you keep practicing it, like practice makes perfect, as the phrase goes. I, yeah. I don't know whether I entirely believe that, but I, I understand the sentiment behind it anyway. Oh yeah, you, you do one thing enough, and you'll eventually learn it. Uh, I doubt you'll ever be perfect. Yeah, that's that's the thing I have issues. But with. also, I don't, think, I, I don't yeah. think any. I don't want. I don't think anyone's perfect, really. really I think perfect know. is boring. It's like perfect will be would be like sterile, and. Just you know, uh, no, imp- devoid yeah, of... no, no, yeah, no imperfections. Anyway. Yeah, it's like I mean, art is made by humans. Uh, like uh, we're what uh, seven billion? What are we? How many people are on Earth? I don't fucking know. But there's at least seven something number of a bunch of imperfect creatures. Of yeah. yeah, something yeah. like that. Seven billion imperfect creatures, and none of us are capable of making anything that's perfect. And that's yeah. that's just how it is. And so uh, I don't know. Uh, if, if perfection is the measure of things that are good, then there's like this, uh, uh, there's like this perfectly round sphere of uh, titanium or something in France that like uh, determines how heavy a kilogram is. Then that's the height of art, you know, and how yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's the basis of the metric system and it's perfectly spherical, or at least I think I think I've seen that yeah yeah yeah, yeah and then, then then I mean if if perfection is what we're all striving for, then we should all stop because that's it there. <laughs> You know that that is that is probably the most perfect thing anyone. We should, can we should all give up and do something else now. That, yeah, it's done. Perfection is complete. We've got the perfect sphere. Yeah, go go to work. <laughs> we, we've completed it. We've done hundred percent. Got all the trophies. Done. Yeah, don't need to do anything else. <laughs> oh man, it's it's just one of those things, isn't it? Like it's sort of you, one can be overly critical of one's. Uh, art i think i suppose i I'm, I'm critical of all my own a lot of my own stuff like i look at my old uh bits and pieces and like i think oh that's so jank oh that's so terrible but it's sort of the more you the more you put the practice in the better you do get at it i think i'm definitely like for me i've i struggled um posing characters is a, is a difficult one um i used to struggle with that it's still difficult but like now i've done a few pieces i've looked at um how how you know like, like how you know like really mundane things like how characters like interact with furniture or hold objects and things it's sort of it's just one of the many aspects like i sort of pay a lot more attention to now um mm-hmm. and the, and that only comes from um uh, d- doing stuff again and again and again and like reiterating and improving i think that's one of the best advice i can give to people just uh try not to be too self-critical i suppose yeah i mean be critical but don't be unfair to yourself you know that's uh, kind of the kind of the sentiment it's like you should always try to view your 
artwork and with some sort of critical lens, I think. Uh, a little bit goes a long way. Your art is shit. It shouldn't be... It just shouldn't be in your own brain like, oh. Thanks, Derpy Buru. It's that, it's that fucking anime, you goddamn weep. <laughs> like, he's... Uh, be the, like your almost uh, useless critic, you know... Um, uh, this character looks like this and that, and oh, you're just copying this and this person's style, blah blah blah. You know, that's that's kind of stuff. is kind of useless to you, um, but you, I think you should always, um, when you finish something that you really worked hard on, you should be proud of it for a while, and then go back to it maybe a couple of days later and look at it and just kind of just note down what what do you think you could have done better, you know, and and you know still enjoy your art, but you know take that with you further because i mean the goal here is to improve right so just, d- d- yeah yeah just note down what you think you can do better next time or at d- least d- be more do you ever of. get like uh, the uh, like do you ever like like over, get like the george lucas thing where you want to like remake everything you've done in the past do you ever get that sort of oh i don't like that piece i'm gonna like remake it redo it and like redraw it or whatever sort of um but there's a comic that i made uh, a while ago and the reason why i've stopped making it i get got to 80 page, pages and i just like you know what this story is really good but it was only good in my head and when i put it on this comic it doesn't work because i didn't plan ahead enough because we're supposed to have this straight line of stuff that happens and in the transitions between places we will have flashbacks with character story but i ended up uh, kind of messing that up basically and now it's not so clear to everyone why the things that happened did happen in the flashbacks because i just sort of assumed that people would understand but but they don't uh apparently the story is captivating enough as it is because people are screaming at me to continue it but i'm probably going to redo it uh so that's a lot that's a lot of pages to redo 80 pages to redo yeah but the but the thing is like those 80 pages could probably be 50 Cause oh yeah, lot, like, yeah, like condense them down. Yeah, yeah, and I th- just because um, I was still thinking very like film, filmography wise when I was making it, and that doesn't really work that well for comics, at least from a uh, labor intensive perspective. Um, so, kind of need to uh, condense some things down, make it a little bit more snappy and interesting, because like some of the sequences were just way too long. Uh, and and the writing could have been a lot better, <laughs> uh, like the, the the conversations between the characters and stuff like that. And there's some jokes there that I kind of wish I didn't do because it was more of a I couldn't help myself more so than you know like I, that shouldn't have been in there. But yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's it's a bunch of like um, Chekhov's guns that I've set off right now, and yeah. uh, I don't think I will be able to. Uh, make them all Toil go those off. Loose ends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't make them all go off within the short span of what's left of that comic's current state. Uh, I think I projected something like 120 pages, so we don't have a lot more to go on. There's like 40 pages where uh, a lot of things are going to happen, and I don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> so you, you, you're, are you you're actually going to redo it then, or are you just, just still deciding what to do with it? I'm, uh, I'm still deciding, um, because... Um, it basically all of this uh, is it was sort of like an intro to a different story. So um, 
things need to line up really well in this intro and then the the story that follows is going to be with less characters and have a more um character driven narrative it's uh, going to be less about the world around them and more about uh a particular character's uh, grueling journey to uh, a redemption of sorts so uh, we'll see how we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah that that'd be interesting mm-hmm. um so, it's quite that, that, more that, gruesome. That, that than, is uh, yeah, <laughs> quite a massive undertaking if you do decide to uh, <laughs> yeah. follow through with it. But uh, if if uh, I think you're capable of doing it, the amount of art that you manage to go th- make, it, you make a lot of art. So it's uh, for you. I can't see that being a challenge, at least from a uh, like drawing all the art and stuff like that. But it's just a case of I think maybe more planning. I guess it's just a case of how you're gonna like shrink it down i guess and make it more mm. efficient i guess yeah and it's also it's also the fact that there's a lot of stuff to cover in a very short time because i don't think the comic needs to be longer than 60 pages yeah. really and but i need to make sure that it it, it um it, it stays the same comic but within the shorter time yeah uh, so T- yeah totally understand that um so what what would you say is like the, the we covered the positives of course of being an artist what would you say like is the worst thing of being about an artist is there are there any drawbacks that of being an artist that you wish didn't you didn't really come across or didn't have to deal with uh, we already mentioned the fact that you know the time and the constant desire to make things is problematic when you uh, aren't 16 years old anymore and you can't spend all the time you're supposed to use on homework on drawing <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um other than that it's um you know you get a lot of positive attention but you do get quite a lot of negative attention too i suppose uh, at least when you get over a certain amount of followers or if you draw something that gets particularly um uh, noticed i suppose uh, let's expand it a little bit more then so mm-hmm. is this more of an issue in relation to artists who mainly specialize in adult artwork or is it is that more of a general sort of thing what negative things happen um i think uh adult oriented uh, artists did get a lot more crap than uh their uh safer work counterparts uh, yeah. Or at least, I mean, maybe not necessarily just adult artwork, but people that just deal with themes that are um, not uh, uh, vanilla, I suppose you could say, or um, yeah. wholesome in a way. So, you know, there's there's um, people that straight up just draw violence, uh, and ve- a lot of like violence heavy stuff, and maybe they want to do some political commentary, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. All in which are things that you know uh, you know are gonna land you in trouble, but um, sometimes unproportionately so. Um, but uh, in my case, the times that I have done it, it hasn't really been picked up. <laughs> maybe it, uh, maybe I'm not good enough to actually you know make the point clear enough. Maybe people, maybe it's an issue people don't really care about that I just care about. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's probably the. Uh, uh, the people that did the uh, adult-oriented stuff that gets most shit on Twitter, at least. I think uh, just today, actually, um, or a couple of days ago, um, I don't know if you've seen that uh, the new hit show on Netflix called Squid Game. Yes, uh, yeah, that's the, a lot of people are talking about that. Yeah, right? there's like this doll in the first episode that does the red light, green light stuff, which is like 
it is it is modeled after a child i'm assuming and um somebody basically aged her up and drew porn of her (laughs) there's there's oh my god yeah there's real 34 on that one no i'm not kidding Uh, it's actually really big and like i mean i mean i i saw that i was like that's kind of funny uh, but but fucking Twitter just had a field. Humanity's finished. Yeah. <laughs> Game are... over. Forget it. <laughs> the podcast is over. Just stop recording now. Forget it. Done. <laughs> I'm out. But like but like some people. I, I don't know how you feel about it, but personally, I think it's funny. I think it's stupid. Like I don't, I don't feel yeah, any moral it's, outrage. It's, it's, it's fun. It's just like, it's just like why? <laughs> you know, what possessed you? Me? Why did you do this? What what, like, I mean, you? <laughs> the the logistics of it. Like what possessed you to? Oh, I don't know. That'd be great porn of that. <laughs> Other than just to fulfill that rule, like rule thirty-four. That's the one I was thinking. I couldn't think. Of. Rule, what's the other one? Rule sixty-nine. What's the other? Is that rule like, sixty-three? Mate? Is the one where you gender bend characters? That's the one that I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, I couldn't. Think, yeah, I couldn't think of what number it was. But yeah, yeah, it's sort of like other than to fulfill that rule. Like, there's got to be if if it exists, there's porn of it. That's the age-old joke, you know. The, the, I mean, the, the the visage of that uh, the doll. That when you look at it with the two like tiny guards on each side, it kind of feels fuels the size different fetish a lot of people have. <laughs> And that's that was basically what the porn that was drawn is sort of a, uh, sort of angle was. So uh, it's sort of like unintentional from the um, the show creators, I think. Uh, but that I think just the, the 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 large female character and the two small male ones. Just I think that's what's mainly to blame here. I don't think the artist has a thing for giant girl statues. I just think <laughs> he I think it's probably to just t- to like deliberately place there just to you know attract attention to the show and like uh, it, the, you know I think that's partly why of it probably yeah and uh, I mean <laughs> that's, that's the thing about Twitter you know they always assume the worst about people um, yeah it's like, just to, just to start something i guess you know it's, uh, it's twitter's like that it's sort of it's sort of like a massive echo chamber in a way like a lot of the time yeah. it's sort of whether it's for ill or well it's always just it's just a lot of it's just noise it's just in mm. my view but yeah um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like Chinese whispers, basically, like people quote, retweet everything, and they call this and this person a pedophile, and all of a sudden people believe it, you know. Any horror stories, like, uh, post, like, uh, regarding being an artist, any horror stories you want to... I've got a, I've got a few myself, but I don't know whether they compare to anything that you've got, maybe. Like, um... uh, I, uh, <laughs> I have gotten yelled at uh, quite a few times by random users about my fetishizing of nuts. Um, yeah yeah people have been strange enough following me for a very long time and then when i started drawing porn of nuns all of a sudden they got very morally outraged i mean at that at that point i've drawn uh rape murder um rape murder <laughs> you know like snuff porn uh i've drawn had drawn necrophilia at that point uh, but for some reason, when I started fetishizing nuns, that was the that was it. That's when God said no. <laughs> all that stuff beforehand was uh, fine, yeah, but yeah. then all of a, it's, it's very strange, isn't it? Like where people's priorities are, it's really strange. I th- people should people should be allowed to like uh, criticize what they want. It's but it's sort of I don't know. It's sort of, people have got like different stands of what they find outrageous. I suppose it's sort of difficult to gauge that a lot of the time. I actually have a very interesting story about that. Yeah. <laughs> there was this um, 
I forget this name. It was like Evil Celestia or Dark Celestia, something to that effect. Um, knew him, or at least knew uh, common friends of him. Um, what's it called? Mutual friends. Uh, mutual friends of him, and uh, they were kind of around my sphere. And they would draw all kinds of different kinds of things. It wasn't particularly good art. It was like MS Paint shit. It was, uh, but it was uh, to the effect of like. Um, I think Fearing Fun is the guy who made the uh, infamous Luna getting decapitated by a guillotine while being fucked by a royal guard or something. Uh, I might have seen that. I'll, th- I'll have to double it's, check. It's, it's very infamous. I think it's um, it's pr- quite easily found. Uh, it was like one of the first... Um, big controversies. Yeah, big controversies of the Pony fandom, at least that I can remember. And... Um, um, he would retweet that and talk about how hot it was, you know? And then yeah. uh, there was this one anime that came out with um, a girl with an eye patch. Like uh, like she had like this eye patch on her and she couldn't see and she occasionally would bleed out of her eye socket. And this guy was livid when that came out. He was morally outraged about this girl. Why would people find somebody who has a non-functioning eye that bleeds hot? That is disgusting. That's like he went up on this long tirade. It was like six posts deep, you know, and like he complained about it in multiple days, maybe even a week. And I'm like, dude, where's your priorities at? How is like yeah. how is having an eye without an eyeball in it more disgusting than fucking somebody who's just recently been decapitated? It's 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 strange, isn't it? I don't, yeah. I don't understand the. It, uh, it's, it's, it's like the, 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 the priorities are just not there. It 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 seems very odd to me. And it's, it's not like he was forced to look at the image. He didn't have to look at it. No. No, you did not. You yeah, have to you search for it. Search for it out as well. You can filter all that stuff out if you don't like it as well. There's probably somebody who retweeted it or something like well, that. Oh, Re-blogged of course. It. Aside from um, that, yeah, something like that. But I mean, still, I mean, Xcut extension was a thing back then. It was still working, so you could have just tagged stuff out. Like if you don't like anime, just 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 take anime away. Any post that has anime in it won't show up on your feed. Um, so it's like. I don't know. It's strange how people react to stuff like that. Um, of course, there's there's some things I find deplorable and whatever, but I don't have to scout that that stuff out. I can fil- always filter it out if I don't want it. Yeah, I mean, and and there's also um, a sort of like um, uh, there's almost like a, it should be like a user agreement whenever you open up uh, Firefox or Chrome or something. It's the fact that when you're browsing the internet, literally anyone can make you look at anything. If, yeah. if you're here and you're looking and you're scrolling, something might pop up that you don't like. And yeah, that's, that's okay. <laughs> you know, it's okay to not like things, but, you know, it's not everybody else's responsibility to make sure that the internet's safe for you. Yeah. So you have to deal with that. That's your That's your thing. It's it's just one of those it's just like, the, the, it's it's one of those things. It's just it's just very strange to me. It's just sort of there's the it's it's impossible to please everybody, I suppose. But everybody likes to think that uh, everything can go their way. I suppose it's one of those things. I suppose. Have you ever had people asking you for free stuff or uh, demanding artwork off you? That's something something like that. That's that sort of thing. I had a guy that had um, a very big problem with me not drawing porn of his OC and one of my OCs uh, on Tumblr back in the day. Um, 
remarkably strange person actually um but he would continuously draw himself his his character where he would like like literally carve the name of my character into his chest with a heart and stuff like that uh in the chest of his character and he would yeah. continuously do stuff like that and he would also draw my character completely misrepresented mind you um uh he had gotten the wrong idea about the character a lot um that kind of viewed her as some sort of uh, crazed murderous lunatic which in the early artwork sure she was but i've had that character for almost like uh, one or two years at that point she had developed she had become something else something you know uh i think a lot of my characters have started out as something and then gradually become something else uh so it's uh that one and uh that, that that got a little bit nasty because the guys started to um send me money on my paypal sort of ordering me to draw certain things for him yeah and i would just refund it and then he would get extra angry and just send money regardless uh and it's sort of like a forced commission almost like uh just yeah. uh, so that that happens sometimes to some people it that, that wasn't exactly what he was doing but it was to the i mean he wanted to do that but he i guess he wasn't aware of it but uh, where people just send money to you and demand you draw this thing despite it being well outside of the commissions you're actually taking or let alone if you're even open for commissions yeah. um but then he also like started to um send me pictures of his own razor blades and his wrists bleeding and stuff like that uh yeah it's sort of yeah it's gone it's already gone way too far at that point yeah and um i mean i i um I luckily found out that those pictures were fake uh, at least yeah. the pictures of the bleeding wrists were fake because i was able to find them on google image search but the razor blades were most likely real so he obviously had some problems <laughs> yeah uh, um yeah, I mean, there was also, um, from one thing to another, there was also a person that, uh, uh, more or less, an artist that was a lot better than me, uh, wanted to collaborate a lot uh, back in the day. And then all of a sudden, a couple of uh, months have passed and they start to throw it around, turn it around against you. It's that, you know, that I hadn't been contributing that well to the collaborations uh, that well. And uh, would then sort of make me feel bad for being worse than them. Yeah. And like block me. And at the time I was very young. So I was like, oh shit, that was my ticket to get internet fame, blah, blah, blah. And I was pretty upset about that. Um, but I think those are the main horror stories I have. Uh, I mean, there's, there's more. But uh, that's the ones I can talk about on a podcast at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah some things are just uh it's not worth to talk about i don't have anything that ex to that extent myself but i've I've had i've had people like in the past like basically you know, like, try to be manipulative like not to that extent again but like manipulative in such of uh like pleading poverty and all that stuff to sort of like emotionally blackmail you to uh get make them to make me make um, artwork for them and stuff like that or just get uh, just get money off them and stuff like that sort of i i, I don't know whether I, I can't speak for everyone but i guess like everyone like i sort of like after a certain point is like once you get to a certain point as an artist you will 
come across similar problems to different extents, of course. But um, uh, people that try you... to shake down your commission prices too—that's that's something that happens fairly frequently. Yeah. Um, some like, guy, some yeah. guy once tried to ask me for a full render picture of two characters for nine bucks, when the asking price is sixty seventy dollars. I'll give you three dollars. <laughs> hey mate, I got. Oi, mate. I got. I got you two quid and. <laughs> I don't fucking know uh, what British work for uh, some candies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got I'll I got give, you three quid in a pack of polo min. Polo min. All right, guff. Got a packet of life savers for you, mate. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'll go give you five pound, mate. I want a full 3D render, 4K, you s- please. You fucking sound like a uh, grade eight underage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah I, as I, I've, I'm, I'm frightened of taking commissions for that reason I don't want to deal with that bullshit right now I don't think I'll be able to cope with it I don't, uh, and, and I don't think my art is that good enough to, to warrant commissions but anyway that's another issue entirely but you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, that's quite a common thing like uh, um, I, th- I think that's another issue I think artists should be able to set what prices they want you might not agree with them but they should it, it's there, right? They've set a price for it. You don't. You take it or leave it. I think that's the best policy. I think. I mean, I uh, I do have my own job, you know, and and uh, my uh, my commission prices are based on that uh, our our um, the the, pay, the the hourly pay I get from that job, and um, yeah. it basically is the fact that you know um, my full render asking prices. That's about two hours of work for me. But I yeah. spend more or less four hours on the picture itself. So uh, the way I see it, I'm actually giving a pretty good deal. Uh, but also, it's the problem is that I I can't ask for anything less than that because I uh, like I said, time is valuable to me. It's and, yeah, it's it's and, not like you've it's people don't a lot of people don't seem to not everybody it's like some people just don't understand like these. These things take hours of our time to put together, and like we don't do them in like five seconds. Oh my god, dude! Unless it's one of them stupid <laughs> NFT things they some pricks generated on a oh, machine. Oh, those fucking disgusting! I hate those. Oh, I hate those. those what, ugly what kind of pyramid scheme bullshit is that? Oh my yeah. god, I want to punch whoever made those in the dick. Jesus Christ! But but yeah, like they're terrible as well. They're horrible. I don't understand it. That's the thing I want to kind of comment on with uh, the, the one of the negative things yeah, about being ahead. an artist is just the fact that some people just don't get it. They don't get how much time goes into something. And, you know, like you might have made something in an hour, two hours, three hours. You know, at least uh, you made something and you like it. And then some fucking guy's like, this looks like this one anime character. And that's anime all they have to say. You know, it, to them, it might not even be an insult. You know, it might actually be a compliment to them. But because their fucking comment is so brain dead, it it comes off as just shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, and it's so frustrating to get that little notification. Oh, you got a, got a comment. I want to see what they have to say. And it's something you probably could have figured out yourself. Yeah, and it's like <sighs> deep breath. Yeah, they're re- really, <laughs> really, <laughs> team did. <laughs> yeah, collectively, so... <sighs> just, yeah. just go away. <laughs> yeah, just just... Can, can you can you 
spend your time more wisely can you understand that you know somebody here actually spent some time i mean it's it's a it's a pretty foreign to a lot of people i think with the amount of time actually goes into making some of these things um luckily i'm i'm actually quite fortunate with my uh my commissioners and uh, the people that at least um read my comic and that they understand that these things take time and uh, it's not always so easy to get time at least with uh, the life i'm living right now with balancing work school artwork and uh a, um, a private life and yeah. a social life even now because covid restrictions are up now it's not actually sometimes have to go and do social things again yeah so it's a hard knock life <laughs> it's a hard knock life for us but yeah it's uh man i i think it, i think it, everybody like if um with commissions and stuff i think it's sort of it's time is like an alien concept to a lot some a lot of people they don't understand like we a lot of these artworks take a lot take out literally hours of time to uh, put them together it's not something that you can like you know put together in five minutes wish it was the case mm, yeah. um but um but it's it's not that's the reality is and i come um, for people who for people who actually make a living off just making artwork I, again this is just for me this is just a side thing i do it's this is my foot this i don't make any art money off my art anyway well at least at the moment anyway um so for for people who have no choice to you know uh charge for hourly rates for the commissions and stuff like i real feel for them people who say like you're too expensive and you, you do get see that a lot but like, again but if it's too expensive then don't buy it then you know it's that, that it's a luxury how, item it's not it's, a necessity. It's, 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 it's not a necessity exactly it's not <laughs> a necessity no, oh, for god's sake put my teeth and not a necessity how many s's is in that no, I, not a necessity. I would I'm not com- commenting on how many S's are necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a stroke there. Not a necessity. Necessity. Oh. It's 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 like entertainment, isn't it? Basically, which yeah. you, I think you should pay a decent wage for, but people just don't have a concept of that, really. Unfortunately, I think. Here's an idea: if you don't have money and you want art, learn to draw. <laughs> make your own shit. Yeah, yeah, make your own stuff. Yeah. yeah, and if if that's too much work for you, then maybe that's why it costs money. Yeah, <laughs> you figured it out then. Yeah. Which what what art work do you? Which, which I put my teeth in again. What program do you use to make art? Is it like Inkscape or do you use something else? Clip Studio art? Paint. Clip Studio Paint. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I use. Is is that like a? Is that similar to Inkscape? Is that like a vector based program or is that more like uh, Photoshop sort of thing? Yeah, it's a uh, sort of like a love child between Sci and Photoshop. It's a like a halfway house, yeah. yeah. It's something between there, and I, I, I find it strikes a very nice chord um, with me, at least. It's, uh, it's familiar enough from the times I work with Photoshop, but it also has the features and plugins all ready to go. Um, uh, that from Psy, except for the, I mean, I personally am of the opinion that Psy is a fucking terrible program and nobody should use it, but that's uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's just me. Um, Don't use the, it's bollocks. Yeah, it's bollocks, mate. Don't use it. <laughs> Only people from Birmingham use sight. <laughs> I can't comment on that. I uh, I still use MS Paint. I'm rock the MS Paint with 2D stuff. Well, I mean, um, the thing is, yeah. you can use any any art software that you feel comfortable with and work for you. Uh, the legendary Pink Amino artist Crookatrice did everything in GIMP, which is an even more bare bones version of uh, Photoshop, basically. Yeah, uh, and uh, and it, that looked amazing. So as long as you have the tool that you need 
to do the job, it's fine. Like, I mean, I'm kind of tongue-in-cheek about saying that Psy is terrible and nobody should use it. Of course, people should use it if they want to. Uh, that's, uh, that's up to them. But for me personally, Clip Studio fills everything. And there's even uh, a free software called uh, Krita right now that you can basically customize to your heart's content with a bunch of plugins that are like uh, more or less crowdsourced. And yeah, source, custom I think. brushes and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that, and like the way the fucking program itself functions, you can essentially make Psy or Clip Studio Paint or Photoshop with it if you have the right uh, plugins. But like I say, I, I don't have time for that. I, I can't build my own thing when I already have it installed. <laughs> I bought this software for 10 bucks when it was on sale and it's served me well ever since 2016 when I did buy it. So I'm not going to move over to something that can do the same thing, but is free because it, it it costs me time and therefore it's not free, basically. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's like uh, you either spend money or more time learning something else, isn't it? It's like it's a trade-off, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think some people can get an awful lot, awful snooty about like what art packages people tend to use. I, I really don't like that. Again, as I say, like there's, there's programs I don't like using. It's so, but I think when it comes to making art, I think it's sort of just use what you're comfortable with. You know, yeah. in, in whatever, whoever trip style that you wish to learn with, just use what you like. It, it, it's like some people get snooty about oh, why are you using Blender? That's a piece of shit. Why don't you use uh, Maya or something like that? Or And vice versa. You, 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 there's, a, there's a lot of snootiness, in, especially in the 3D space, I find anyway. I don't know whether it's to some extent in uh, 2D artwork, but, but definitely it definitely is in 3D. A lot of people sound like, oh, that's for it's a free program therefore it's a piece of shit or, or why use Maya and what have you and like, when, mm. like you have to pay for it there's all sorts of arguments like on both sides but my view is use whatever you're comfortable with and in like there's and if, if if something the software works for you then great then use that you don't you know you don't have to be, feel ashamed for using what you're comfortable with I think there's a lesser extent to the snootiness about um, 2D or graphic uh, design programs more so than the 3D thing because I, I feel like 3D artists they're more like the science guys when it comes to art you know the, they kind of look a lot of uh, numbers you know like uh, fucking SFM is a 32-bit uh, program or whatever and can only do so much and so much you should definitely at least use Blender blah 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 and um, so I guess there's some ideas there uh, that could maybe hold some water, just the fact that certain software is limiting or something like that. Yeah. But uh, from my experience working with a lot of different creative medias, limitations are sometimes a good thing. Um, yes, yes. They force you to sort of become creative within the bounds that you're given. Um, and that was demonstrated to us uh, when we were in film school. We were uh, always crying to have an have a. Uh, an assignment where we didn't have any rules, you know, where we didn't have any restrictions. And then they gave us one assignment that was very restrictive. And the class generally did very well with it. We made a lot of interesting things and stuff that people didn't expect. And the next assignment, we got a completely no like restrictions at all. And it sucked ass. <laughs> you know, it was it was one of the worst assignments I've ever gotten, and I hated it so much. And I learned a lot about how um, sometimes restrictions in art is a very good thing, 
and if they some if they come about in a natural way and aren't like prohibiting you from making stuff it might actually be instrumental to making something interesting it's sort of i think you need like a, you need to there's having limitations does help you especially in the early stages like because it's sort of it's, I, I guess like i felt i think I, I don't know whether you've heard like the lego sort of uh metaphor before like you could be you'd be given like say 30 bricks or something or you can give in like every single known brick in the known universe like you if you have all the bricks to play with you just don't know what to make but mm-hmm. if you've got like a, only like a certain amount to play with to begin with you've you find out what you can and cannot get away with and like mm. it's sort of you build up from there effectively if you excuse the pun of course um but it's sort of it's one of the I think it's like like you start start off with limitations is a good thing and then once you get better at um, uh, at a certain discipline within art I suppose uh, you, you discard those limitations a bit a bit by bit and your art becomes better because of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you have thirty bricks, you can kind of see the patterns and you know how it sits together and how they could potentially sit together, but you can't see how all these how an ocean of lego bricks will fit together it's just noise to you it's just it's just so much so uh, i mean maybe maybe the 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 allegory the the, um allegory uh the analogy kind of falls apart if you're actually trying to make something with those bricks but uh you know you already know what you're making so you're just kind of looking for them but yeah, or, uh, or we just or we just follow the manual that for the instructions of whatever. Build what it says on the thing. <laughs> they, they do uh, that instead. Yeah, ten thousand Lego blocks, and they're supposed to be one thing. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know how people build those things. Like, oh my god. <sighs> well, this is going to take you twenty five hours to put this together. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Across uh, 12, 24 months, two years. It ta- oh. Oh man! Oh, it, is it sixteen years and up? No, that's how long it takes to make it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not joking. Some of those sets are stupid, but anyway. Uh, but if if I think the if that makes sense, I suppose. Um, but yes. Yeah, so there's, that's all the drawbacks and bits and pieces. So uh, you've already covered um, uh, motivation already earlier. Um, so. But, so how how do you how do you, how exactly do you stay motivated when it comes to making artwork? Do you just the idea of like fulfilling all your ideas is that enough of a motivation for you when you're making artwork? Yeah, definitely. It's um, more or less the the main driving factor. Um, so I don't really struggle enough with motivation uh, as compared to other artists, um, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, because the uh, motivation part is kind of bad. I mean, there are days where I just kind of stare at my tablet and I'm like, uh, I'd rather do something else. But um, they are few and far between, thankfully. Because um, you're, you're drawing something all the time, usually. So more <laughs> I don't, or less, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't think motivation is much of an issue for you. Like, it is for some people, though. Yeah, yeah I think I had... Uh, I had like just under four and a half years of a draw streak where I drew something every 24 hours, uh, every single day. Yeah. And uh, I stopped because of uh, what I thought was a heart attack, which turned out to be stress, essentially. Uh, I got this like these insane pains over my chest, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm dying. I drank too much Monster Energy, and now my heart's going to explode. 
but uh, that's that's not what happened. It's apparently I've just put myself under way too much stress uh, working five days a week, drawing every single day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. maybe sort of look, trying to do too much at once. Yeah, essentially, and. Um, on top of that, worrying about my own future because I didn't like, you know, I I didn't have an education I wanted or something like that. And, and I mean, now I'm, I'm I'm working on that, and life has gotten a lot better since then. Um, but you know, it's it still comes with a few challenges, and so uh, I've uh, I've taken to uh, you know a, a less um, less comfortable lifestyle money wise now. <laughs> so I'm making yeah. a lot less money because I'm working less. But uh, I need to focus on my art and my. Uh, education mainly so the job comes as an afterthought um so yeah but i mean like my art streak sort of ended there because i stopped counting it but i kept going except for the fact that i didn't do it every 24 hours now it's more like i have to at least draw 365 drawings each year it's kind of the yeah. thing so it's more like a metric uh or like a accounting sort of thing yeah um and i mean to the effect it's the same amount of training but it allows me to take a weekend off basically so i can yeah. i can with some some form of uh, good conscience just not draw for a weekend and come back refreshed next week um but that usually doesn't happen because uh i come on from something social or something and uh sit down in the couch uh watch some stuff with my uh, girlfriend and uh I drink drink a couple of beers and then it's like and I look to my uh, girlfriend and I say I just got this sick idea and she just <laughs> rolls her eyes and then I go and draw it <laughs> <laughs> look, off you go then off to draw mm. whatever thing you've got planned today yeah, yeah. go on then yeah that's you, you dumbass <laughs> never have time for me <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me um Motiva- yeah motivation for, for diff- I think it, some a lot of people do struggle with like motivate like staying motivated I think but I think it's because like me and you in like similar situation where we don't do this like as our as a, as a main source of income mm-hmm. like, I guess so like our work balance is a lot more healthier I suppose and like we we make art for well like for the fun of it for self fulfillment basically I think so but for people I think some people who str- like have to make art for a living like burnout's a lot more prevalent i suppose i suppose if um making art is sort of the same uh kind of process as brushing your teeth every night then it uh, kind of becomes very grating after a while Uh, yeah but for me it's like i i love that i draw so much stupid things on top of pretty things because i have like a mountain of stuff to look back on and you know how you he would you would scroll through your old photos and stuff like that on your phone yeah. and you'd see memories stuff like that it, it, it works the same way so I, so i'm very happy that i'm able to draw this much because i get to look back and be reminded of uh, these uh, other times that i've had like yeah. a massive portfolio of stuff to look back on yeah and like, i mean it all changes and it's all strange I mean, I <laughs> it's a it's 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 a lot of stuff that I've done that I, I I don't particularly understand why I did anymore, but it's fun um, to kind of see how you've developed over time. Why why you made that art that bit of art in a certain way and like how things have changed? Well, I mean, yeah, but there's also like there was also one period where I would have like uh, my own 
uh, Sona split up into three different characters, and then uh, I don't know. It's, it's just like this one drawing where um, my myself, my uh, my my uh, they just split up into my anger, my my apathy, and my humanity, basically. So there's a nice one, one that doesn't give a shit, and one that's angry and always doing weird shit. And he's I I don't know the context. But my anger self is saying, okay, uh, apathy boy, uh, let's start the rape machine. And then Jared Fogel comes out. <laughs> right. And I don't, yeah. I don't know why I made that, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really strange tangent to go on, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know, th- th- this, is, this is what you get when you put me on your show. I, I'll just say weird <laughs> stuff. Because it's like anyone will tell you that's been um, following my stuff for a relatively long time will say that yeah, this guy's fucking. That's weird. your modus operandi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy's. This guy's. Be weird, weird tick. Yeah. So. <laughs> Next question of this is that where it abruptly just stops on my uh, word document. Uh, you've you have eighty plus OCs. Why I've written here. Uh, loads of OCs. Um, the characters are sort of like. Uh, they happen because of a story that I'm making that is like a very expansive and long story that takes place on an earth that's like twice the size of our earth. So there's a lot of places, there's a lot of ti- different places in time, you know, so some characters live to be very old in my story because they're like supernatural. But, you know, not all of them are supernatural characters that live forever. So you're going to need different people to different times and you're going to need and like some characters or story settings are entire um cities basically and then you need enough characters to fill all the roles that a city needs so that's one of the reasons why i have a lot of characters the other reason is that i often don't like to just make very explicit porn of characters that are supposed to be in my stories because i don't want the narrative to kind of be um confusing for people that might not be understand what my whole artist thing is you know like what my art really is about so like they might think that this character is a very slutty character but in reality they aren't i just thought they were hot and i wanted to make porn of them uh you know so i end up making a character solely for the reason of making porn of them and then i end up liking the character design too much i write them a story and we're back to square one and i do the same thing over again that's uh, that's one of the that's that's the yeah, other so, reason and then probably so the most ex- dominant reason as to keep why keep expanding upon the backstory and the lore. Yeah, basically, it, it kind of like happens very naturally, and uh, it's uh, it becomes a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got more characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's yeah, most, what you've got. Yeah, yeah, most like I'm not as bad as Red X Bacon though. That that woman is insane. She makes like two OCs every week or something. Oh, I have 385,000 OCs. She probably has like 200 or something now. That's crazy. She's got to have like 200 OCs or something right now. She's, she's at least busted 100, that's for sure. <laughs> there's, 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 not like, there's not enough time to really delve into every single character. They're having way too many to look after, I suppose. Yeah, so I'm like still waiting for... Um, we talked once and I was like oh I want you to draw this character and then I'm like oh yeah I'll draw her again because she's cool and then I think they've made like 10 OCs since then so uh, 
I don't think I'll be seeing that character again. <laughs> <laughs> for a while. Yeah, at least for a while until she... <laughs> she'll see if she remembers all oh, right i talked about that <laughs> yeah. oh man it's it's i don't I, it, that's just crazy like th- thinking of that many characters how do you keep track of them all the stories do you like just do you just remember them all or do you keep like a like a, a document with all the all the uh backstory and then all the lore for each character do you keep track of all that um the thing about my stories is that everything is not set in stone but I have a, I basically remember most of it, because um, everything is like very easily segmented into different uh, times and eras, um, and they're all so different from each other that it's easy for me to keep track of in my mind at least. And uh, I mean, I have drawn a lot of concept art as well of it, so that also becomes very easy to control. Um, because I'm not really a guy that like puts down a lot of notes. I'm more of a visual kind of guy. So um, um, just uh, drawing some basic concept arts for the uh, story is enough for me to remember where they where they all go. Like uh, it's a uh, part of the part of your creative process, I guess. I mm-hmm. think like yeah. sort of just having like a massive. Um, having a load of characters to delve from gives you loads of um, leeway to experiment with different ideas as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, which is good to have. Oh, uh, right. So what else have we got? I think we've been recording for about just, just shy of two hours. This is crazy. This is, this is a lengthy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had a great time recording it thus far. I think we'll go to, um, the, uh, we had a, we had a couple of questions from, uh, your, uh, discord, uh, from, both from the same person, I think. Um, I think we've talked about briefly already about commissions and stuff like that, but, uh, we've got one from, uh, commissar elusive. I think that's his name or their yeah. name. I suppose, um, if were he's asking, is there any commissions that you want to talk about that you had had to immediately turn down, and why? Other than I think that one you were talking about earlier, was there any one that you, I think he's referring to, you found like you just didn't feel comfortable um, coming to fruition? I guess. Um, I mean, thankfully, none of those have actually like gone sour. Um, there's a couple of ones I've turned down just simply because the characters are uh, Nazis. And uh, yeah. while, while I don't necessarily demonize anyone who wants to draw a Nazi character for whatever reason, as long as it's not like ideologically insensitive, I suppose, or historically inaccurate, uh, you know, a lot of ground to cover on that thing. But yeah. like, as long as it's, it's just for the purpose of drawing a character, I don't really care about it. But personally, personally, I just don't want to do it. Um, I did draw it a couple of times, but that was when the character was getting scalped, like Inglorious Bastard style. So, yeah, I figured you know that would kind of be very clear about my emotions towards that particular brand of character. But I still think people should have the uh, right and freedom to express themselves and just draw whatever they want. Just uh, at least as long as they ha- hold some respect to the history, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. but uh, but the. Other stuff that I have denied before is uh, stuff that involves uh, characters that are very dear to me. Um, some characters I just make because because of a meme. Uh, so it's like, oh, let's make a non-spacesuit girl. And so I made that. And then somebody commissioned me to have their OC fuck that character. And I'm like, okay, fine. Because I, I don't really care that much about the space nun 
that much. She doesn't. One of the few characters that doesn't have a proper story connected to her. Um, but there's a character called Purity Knight that um, somebody once commissioned a um, or wanted to commission me uh, a picture of with their OC fighting. Um, but they had grossly interpreted the character as a a, a bad guy, more or less. And uh, that was just so wrong for me that I uh, denied it immediately. It's like, no, sorry. Uh, it's not uh, It's not something I will do. But you, like, you, you, yeah, you found it objectionable based on the character. Yeah, yeah it's like, it was just so wrong and would would give the wrong idea about the character to begin with and and it maybe even it maybe realized that the character uh was maybe written poorly if people were getting the vibe that they were a bad person i i really wanted to more inspire the sort of like an anti-hero that kind of makes you think they're a bad person but really they're not or at least I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but none of those have been like bad experiences, really. I mean, I did deny the fucking nine dollars for a full render. That didn't go over so well with the guy. What nine dollars is a good price? <laughs> yeah, you could buy yourself a <laughs> buy yourself a bread and butter with that. <laughs> it's 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 is it just usually just British people speaking in that accent? I want I want a commission. I mean, usually the people that are really stingy on. Um, on fucking uh, commission prices for whatever reason are German uh, I don't think that's something with the German people I just think I've been really unlucky with the Germans uh, that have contacted me so um, right. I don't know if other people I wonder have, why uh, that experienced is it. Yeah. But, but like that's also that's also bullshit right now because there's one German guy that I know that I've gotten to know like in the last week that like spends so much money on art so I already debunked myself right there <laughs> yeah, right 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 as rain. Uh, like the guy has several <laughs> like Baron Angle originals in his fucking. I've got position. I've got several of his pieces. I've yeah. got I've got some of those. He's he's he's, a, he's amazing. He's amazing, get, and you know. I mean I don't those aren't cheap either, right? No, they're not. They're not cheap. <laughs> yeah. I've got um I've got I've got a few on my walls. Um, I'll have to show you which ones I've got. But um, yeah, I've always wanted to get a commission off him. But like he's he's it's just like it's. His waiting list is stupidly huge, and I just never got one in the end, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I've got a lot of his um, pieces. Yeah, it's brilliant. Mm. I'll have to show you some of those. But yeah, no, uh, that's another aside. Um, but yeah, so again, I, I haven't taken any commissions myself, so I can't really uh, answer that question. I'm thinking about it. I'll, maybe if I make a few more pieces, I'll think about opening commissions. Maybe to some close friends first. I'll test the waters, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Probably on, uh, that, that way. Um, but we'll see on that one. Uh, another qu- uh, the second question he sent across from Sam Guy the same from Commissar once again. Um, uh, what type of music do you put on to get onto the mood to draw? That's a good question. What sort of mood music do you uh, listen to when making artwork? Uh, it depends on what I'm making most of the time, but uh, if it's something very emotional, I will put on. Um, <sighs> any range like uh, it depends that's that's basically the answer it depends but uh, i can say some of my favorite music to draw through it, to draw to is um uh daughters it's a very it's a very very strange band uh you can google images of them and you can see that the the vocalist always hits his head with the fucking for like hits his head with the microphone in his forehead so he has like a scar of the microphone in his forehead and stuff like that 
they basically make these insane soundscapes with uh yeah it's like drenched in like paranoia schizophrenia stuff and that's really good to listen to when i'm making something that's very like supposed to be scary emotional and dark but i also really enjoy um stuff like uh frank carter and the rattlesnakes that's like a very high energy punk rock kind of thing and um can't uh can't not mention slipknot because um that band also helps a lot with uh the energy and the rage stuff that often is involved but most of the time I also just let my spotless spotify playlist play and there's stuff there from like breakbot and lots of funky and just pretty music it it's um i'm not particularly um like locked into one genre i, I like a lot of stuff for the longest time i thought i didn't like jazz but i did f end up finding a lot of jazz bands that i actually do like now so I listen to most likely everything. It all just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. But gen is it generally more the heavier stuff you tend to listen to while making? Well, I mean, my favorite genre is stuff that's like just balls to walls, insane music. I uh, what, thrash metal and all that. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, thrash metal is not really my favorite. Um, I don't really know how thrash metal is definitely defined, um, but. I'm assuming at least early Metallica was than the first uh, album. And I think Slayer still is. And uh, I mean, Slayer is like uh, my uh, my grandmother's vacuum. It's been around since the 80s and it's sucked ever since. Is that like the meme? <laughs> Oof. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think that's it. Like, I mean, uh, I don't I don't really hate Slayer the same way some people do, but I... Um, I don't particularly find their music interesting, um, but I but I do like a, some select uh, Metallica songs. Um, I think my favorite one is Unforgiven. Um, it has a nice balance of the heavy with the uh, calm and like beautiful area, and it kind of crescendos well together and just like makes these really nice, um, yeah, contrast like like audio texture basically. It's very nice and uh some iron maiden stuff but that's like the old stuff uh mostly and i don't know uh, it's more modern stuff i like to listen to nowadays like like i mentioned uh frank carter and the rattlesnakes the heavy um listen to a bunch of hip-hop too like uh, run the jewels Death Rocks. I mean, we'll be here all day if I'm going to sound up everything. <laughs> that's a, that's a separate podcast in itself. Yeah, uh, I read up the bands I listen to. I think there's like um, probably 500. That was uh, There was 500 bands I listened to exclusively when I was like 19 years old. And I've been exploring and starting new ones, starting to listen to new ones almost every month or week since then. So... Yeah, it's um, it's a uh, it's a lot to cover. So, I mean, if if you if uh, you really want to know what kind of music I listen to, uh, then uh, I recommend becoming my friend. So I'll let you into my private server. We have a uh, we have a channel where I just spam music I listen to. 
in there. So like a massive playlist. Yeah, it's we call it Ghost Town Vivo. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I listen to. <laughs> there we go. Uh, on the on the complete opposite with that, like with artwork, um, I generally don't tend to play music that often. But when I do, as I, as I say, I, I don't know whether it's a case of um, uh, I've like a sort of limited attention span. I guess I don't know whether that's the correct term for it, but um, I generally tend to play no music because I I can't do one and one and the other usually very well at the same time. Like if I'm making artwork, I don't put any music on, but I'd rather be it's one or the other. I listen to music or I'm making artwork. I don't tend to do both, but um, if I do the occasions I do, I tend to put like quiet quiet music on some like stuff like from uh, old video games and stuff like like really quietly like the sims for example that's that's mm-hmm. got a lot of quiet piano jazz pieces in that that's really good to listen to um stuff that's quiet that doesn't um demand a lot of attention like i have it on as a bit of ambient music sim city 4 and the rest of it. quite a lot of games like about 20 years ago i put the soundtrack on and then i can manage with that but like a lot of anything like more intense than that i, I can't I have to stop what I'm doing and just uh, listen to the music. I can't do anything else because it demands too much from me. <laughs> I guess I don't know how, uh, if some people are the same as me, but that's that's why I do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I get I can relate to it when I'm um, when I'm making the text for my comics. I can't listen to music that has lyrics in it because I get too distracted by the words I'm trying to write and the words that are coming out of the vocalist's mouth. So. I can kind of relate to that, but uh, if I'm just drawing, then it's a completely emotionally driven kind of thing, and the the, um, the music helps usually. Yeah. Like I just I just can't imagine like listening to like really something really loud like heavy metal or something like drawing something. I just can't. It's, it's like bawling down your ear rolls, like, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> you just kind of become <laughs> one with it, man. Like it's like. Um, Comes becomes a part of you in a way, like like it's like Zen. Sort yeah, of. basically, yeah. It's like the drum beat go, and that's that's the same <laughs> beat that you're going in. You know? <laughs> uh, I can't, I, I I just can't imagine doing that. Like I have to like that if if I'm if I'm listening to that that sort of thing, I'd, I'd, that's the only thing I could do at that point in time. I couldn't do anything else. <laughs> my my soul is uh, my soul always goes at a, like a 200 beats per minute uh, pace, anyways. You know, so it's you know. Anything that's uh, anything that's remotely fast is just gonna make it more happy. <laughs> <laughs> Influences your art. That's the yeah. Oh. Um, definitely, definitely, the music definitely influ- influenced my art. Yeah, <laughs> most wow. definitely. But yes, uh, that is the end. I, I've got my my document. Unless there's anything else that you want to talk about briefly before we conclude, that is. Uh, Matt mar- recorded a marathon <laughs> <laughs> I think there was another question that came in yesterday but I don't think they were pretty irrelevant uh, hold on I can see if I can find it yeah nah never mind it's probably not uh, it's probably not worth looking up it was uh, it was probably some question whether or not I prefer to ask or tits or something he was uh, <laughs> it's not something I'm gonna share go on are, are you an ass man or are you a tit man uh, oh. dude I, I, I definitely enjoy the thighs more than I, either of those. <laughs> the, the inner thigh. You're a thigh man. Yeah, thigh man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Both of those are really good, but the thighs are the best. 
And with that, I think we'll leave it at that, folks. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, think, I think it's I, best we stop there. I think, I think the, I think, uh, I think the exhaustion's getting in. We're just saying all sorts of stuff. Now we're going to get in trouble. Oh, if anyone's ever going to listen to this, that is. Uh, if you made yeah, it this will. far, you're, you're insane, <laughs> you, man. you you are a saint. Uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, listening to both of us ramble for last about two hours. That's crazy. Mm. But yeah, so thank you so much uh, for listening, guys. And thank you, Tennis, for uh, joining me on the show. You are welcome to join me on a future episode, whenever that will be. I don't know yet. Um, I don't know who's going to be my next guest. I don't know. Uh, We'll have to see. So uh, we'll see how uh, this one performs, I guess. So this is the the tester, I suppose. But thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, Up to this point, goodbye.